Hello, hello. Welcome back, loyal subjects, to our third and final part of our Mental Health Awareness Month series. Woo! We made it through. <laughs> Adarsh, how are you doing this wonderful week? Sunday, right? It's like our last week in September. I don't know. The, week, the month has gone slower than the rest of the months of the year, I swear. How are you? I know. Doing? I think I think it's just because everybody wants October to be here for <laughs> Halloween and, and the Halloween movies. So I'm sure everybody's just ready to go. And it's like, okay, come on, move along now, September. We're over you. Every day has gone slower. And I think fall's kicking in, at least in the Midwest. So it's uh, the days feel longer <laughs> more than they should. Okay, understandable. Yeah, it's getting a little chilly down here, too. It hits about, like, 55 at night, and I was like, what is this? I was like, I moved away from this cold weather. No. <laughs> and then I realized that Nashville still gets cold, so, yeah, it's okay. I think it's officially hoodie season, so we can wear that around finally and not have to wear T-shirts. Yes, hoodie season for the win. We love fall weather. I feel like it's the best season. It's the most beautiful season because you see the leaves falling. That's one of my big attractions of the season. Yes. And I have a tree right outside my uh, apartment window, so I can just stare at it. It's going to be so pretty. It's going to be bad, though, in the winter when the leaves are gone because, like, that's my privacy shield from the building across the street. (laughs) And now I'm going to actually have to, like, be cautious of my blinds. (laughs) Guess you can't keep them open. Yeah, at least at night when I'm, yeah. like, sitting here being lazy and, yeah. Okay, we're totally off topic here. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to talk about meditation today. Um, I believe we received a question at the beginning of this series about what can you do on the day-to-day to build your mental health and, like, just stay strong, I guess. Would that be, is that, am I right in saying that? Yeah, I, I think so, based on the question itself. <laughs> okay, awesome. So, um, Adarsh and I talked about it, and there's so many things that you can do. Um, but I think the common theme among both of us is meditation helps, definitely. Um, at least for me, it makes me pause. I put down my technology. I turn everything off. I'm like, do not disturb me <laughs> as I'm meditating. Um, and it's just a time for you to to really hone in on yourself. It's like, for me, I connect mind, body, soul together and just take 15 to 30 minutes a day and and just focus on my mind. Well, that's good, right? Like, I think it's a good way to, like, balance what your day-to-day is and just kind of spread it out and just relax yourself a little bit because we all get caught up in the moment of what we do and, like, or rather in life, like, there's all the stressors that you possibly can have on a day-to-day if you're working a full-time job, doing course, school, like, whatever you're doing in life that you do during the day, a little meditation kind of rehones you into that focus of, like, hey, this is why I'm doing these things like why am I going to class every day or like why do I work this job every day again it just refocuses you and like gets you in that headspace like hey like we're good you can get through it like 
a day's a day, you can keep moving on to the next one, like keeping on that positive track, because that's an important thing of just mental health in general. And that's why meditation plays a huge role in mental health as a whole. Yeah. And I think what I like most about it is you can do it any time of the day. Like, it's not like, I feel like I feel better when I wake up in the morning and do yoga or, you know, it's something where if I'm just like, I need a, I just need a break. Like work is getting stressful and, and I'm just overwhelmed. That's when I'll stop and do it. And even like before I go to bed too, it's like shutting my mind off. So I think just the flexibility of when you can do it is one of my favorite things. Yeah, I think uh, we'll preface our discussion today with some facts about meditation. We're not also prefacing that we're not saying that meditation is the only way to like focus on these little things and develop your mental health. There are other ways. Like I know when we were we were doing a little research, like it says like healthcare professionals always recommend instead of over the years prescribing pills to like patients, they're saying that doing any physical activities like yoga, ex any kind of exercise outdoor, just being outdoor trips, like in the nature, like just things that get you away from like that environment you're in, like that's also growing popularity outside of meditation. So you can take what you want out of this conversation. We're not saying that, hey, tomorrow you should start doing meditation. We don't expect that of you. We're saying that just because it's an opportunity for you to at least try something and it's something that might be new for you and you can do more research and see how it impacts your life. Um, I'll start with this two big facts. So uh, this is a big group. So meditation has grown threefold since 2012. So people that practice it. So that's something that's kind of unique since 2012. So if you think about it, in the last 10 years, almost a decade, Meditation really wasn't popular in the United States, but now it's becoming one of the more popular things for people to do just to kind of reset themselves and just get themselves in that mindset. Um, more than 35 million Americans have considered giving meditation a try, which shows that it's growing in popularity, as I said before, but it's something that people are open to the concept of meditation. It's not something that they're against talking about. I know in our previous episodes, we talked about mental health and the stigma behind it and like how people are not open to talking about it as much. Meditation is a great way to lean into mental health. It's a good conversation starter. It's a good way just to kind of kick back and just say, hey, like, let's take 30 minutes, disconnect, just refocus ourselves, and we'll probably be more efficient in what we do. So those are my two big facts to start our conversation about meditation as a whole. Right, right. Um, thank you for sharing those facts with Arsh. Um, I know for me, like you were saying that it can really be anything. I like hiking. And so I can, I can take that as my type of meditation as well. Um, where I won't have my phone on me, like in my hand constantly. And like, I'll just walk through nature and just, it's so relaxing. And I think that that just shows that there's so many forms of like meditation that you can do. It's not, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen to a podcast <laughs> and I'm going to like have someone talk me through step-by-step -step a meditation guide. It's like, no, it's your type of thing is your own meditation. It's well, like, what, what helps you? What, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what you were going to say, but. <laughs> no, I was going to agree with you. Like I get that concept where you're saying like, whatever works for you, like, yours is hiking like for me 
it's Taekwondo. Like I put my phone down and I just go beat the shit out of bags. Like that's just my meditation. Like, like it, it's a weird concept for everybody. I know like it's literally going to be different from anyone that listens. If you have the same one as someone else, cool. <laughs> that, that it, it's not, it's, it's common to have something similar with people, but like meditation is what makes you feel at peace and like something that you don't feel like negative thoughts can come into. You can kind of just rehone yourself and keep going. I feel like I cut you off too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. I really didn't know where else I was going to take that. Um, it's like for your Taekwondo, it's like you get that like energy out and it's, you know, you get the frustration of the day or what's what's been happening. And I think that's really good because you get a mental and a physical workout. And I know we had said that, you know, we need to put as much emphasis on mental as we do physical. And I think that they they do go hand in hand. We just don't emphasize how important the mental is oh 100 because i think even if i give preface to doing taekwondo i've done it for what 18 years we used to not do meditation until i turned probably 14 so eight years ago so like when 2012 that's the statistic i gave earlier about like meditation started to become a popular concept in the u.s that's when taekwondo implemented to our like regiment like we would start the class with like about 30 seconds of meditation, just like clearing our mind of like what's happening outside the four walls of our Taekwondo studio. Like this is what we're going to, we're here for Taekwondo. We're not here about like if someone bullied me at school or I just had a rough day, I didn't do well on my exam or I had a bad day at work. It's just, you're going to focus on what you're here for, for an hour. And then after that hour's up, you go back in the real world. You got all that anxiety, positive, negative stress, whatever it may be out. And like, that's what you really have to focus yourself in. And I think you were talking about technology playing a big part. Don't have your phone when you meditate, like don't use it to meditate. Find a way not to use it if you can. Like that's always a big proponent because I think we all have the same problem with technology. We always want to look, oh, if someone messaged me back that I'm trying to talk to or something like that. And it's a bad habit when it comes to meditation. Yeah, I, I definitely see that. I mean, I'm a person that's attached to their phone, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but that 15, however long, you know, that time that you force yourself to put it down, it's actually really refreshing. Because I feel like social media plays a huge part in my anxiety. Um and everybody else's like situation they have going on. Um, I'm a person that as soon as I get like a notification, I don't like notifications. I don't like badges on my like or little numbers on the apps. So I'm always wanting to check that. And it's like doing the meditation or doing something that helps me kind of like separate from that really forces me to think about like myself and my own health. And I think that's just like so important. I feel like I'm probably just repeating words that I've already said before, but <laughs> I think it's just really important. Like, I think just trying to hit it home. That's like the big thing. Cause I think it's a bad like stigmatism for how I feel like our phones are like our lives. Like we all depend on our phones nowadays. Like it's a, it's really hard not to because like it's literally like a laptop laptop your phone like any way you communicate you can do it all on your phone like you don't need to go to someone's door or knock onto their door and say hey do you want to hang out you can just facetime them call them text them like it's like 
it's what you're inter like you're dependent on so much to a point where you're like, oh, if I don't have that, what am I as a person? Like you always think that it's like a weird social anxiety, and I think meditation plays a key point of saying, hey, put your phone away, like get yourself to understand who you are and what do you enjoy in life and what do you reflect yourself? What do you, you want to be like out to the outer world? Because I think everyone questions that. They're like, what am I to other people? What am I to like, how do I stick out? Or how do I make myself be unique? How do I not be the same person that everyone else is in society? And I think that's a big thing that meditation can really help you just kind of align those thoughts. Um, I'm doing a quick little uh, Google search we've got going on over here. Um, so I wanted to like specifically define meditation just so we could understand it's not like we had said, it's not sitting on a couch and like being quiet in the dark for 15 minutes. Um, it's actually one of the definitions is a set of techniques that are intended to encourage a heightened state of awareness and focused attention. Um, it's a, consci a consciousness changing technique. Wow, that's a tongue twister in itself. <laughs> Gosh, a consciousness changing technique that has been shown to have a wide number of benefits on psychological well-being. So it literally can be anything that makes you feel better mentally. Yeah, no, I think it's something that like everyone kind of just, just shoves by like it's meditation. Like it's just a waste of time. Like people don't realize if you put the effort in like and do it right, like how important it is. Uh, during my sophomore year in college, there was a theology professor. His name's Ryan Dunce. He still teaches at Marquette. He's a great philosophy professor. I think he's one of the few professors on Rate My Professor that has a 5.0 rating. Like, he's that chill of a guy. He is a – he works in the Jesuit residence there, and he's a really – and he's, like, a famous, like, artist. Like, I guess he, like, plays, a, like, an instrument that's really famous on YouTube. He's, like, 5 million views. Like, it was kind of cool to have him as a professor, but – Every class that we had with him, it was Monday, Wednesdays for an hour 15. He would take the first 15 minutes and tell us to meditate. Think about going to class and just 15 minutes to meditate. Like most people would be like, oh, like we can sleep. We can kind of hang out on our phones and like use that time to do it, which I saw. Like people would do it. But then I think halfway through the semester, a lot of us started valuing meditation. That's like when I started to realize the importance of it because I didn't know like what it was doing, but I could see myself feeling more energized coming out of his class, not exhausted because his class was in the afternoon. Like I'd be checked out by that point. At, like three o'clock, you're just like, I want to go back to my dorm and just like kick my feet up and not do anything for at least an hour. But he made like your days longer and made them like feel more energized. And like, that's where I found importance of meditation. I think he still does it in most of his classes. So I give him props to do that. It's one of the few professors that understands the importance of meditation and like why he does it. I honestly don't know. Like he never explained it to us. He's like, we're just doing it. Like you want to get a name in my class? You got to be here on time and do the meditation part before we start class. Never could tell you why. <laughs> That is awesome. That is awesome. I actually had an experience of meditation myself in class. Not the same professor. Um, it was for a 
honors like seminar class that we had to take because I was a nerd and I was an honor <laughs> and I know we had to take a, like I think it was three seminars like all throughout the years and I remember the one I was in it had to do with like meditation I could not tell you anything at all what was like being talked about in my class because it just went right over my head because I just could not understand it but I remember at the end of class every day we did a meditation and sometimes it was like 30 minutes long. And at that point, I was, I think I was working two jobs. I was taking a lot of classes and I didn't understand how important it was to literally take that time and just stop and breathe. Because in my head, I was thinking, oh my God, I could be doing homework right now. I have to go to work in an hour. Like this is, I could be doing so much more I could be being more productive but yeah I could have been being productive school-wise or work-wise but I was being productive like mentally for myself is what I don't realize that's what like I didn't realize and I think that is something that a lot of people don't realize until it's like kind of past them they're like oh wow like I could have taken advantage of that and been like working on myself or making sure that I'm a priority to myself and not just going through the motions of trying to make sure I get a good grade or I don't forget something, you know, it's, yeah, I, I wish I would have taken more advantage of that time. It's hard, but it's something now you can look forward to, right? We look at meditation as a positive and something we're telling others and I think we all now use it mostly, especially for how stressed we are. Like it's something that I think with age comes a lot more stress. <laughs> like people take the stigmatism, like you want to grow up real quick, like be young, enjoy life. Cause it just gets harder as you grow up. There's a lot more responsibility. There's just a lot more on your plate. Like you, I call it shit hits the fan. Like every Monday when I get to work, like shit hits the fan. Cause it's busy. It's going to suck. Like Mondays are always the worst thing, but like, Mondays I have Taekwondo, so I get my meditation after an awful work day. That like I love work, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't think anyone that I work with listens to this podcast. Hopefully not. But I love the people I work with. And it's hard sometimes when you just have so much responsibility and you're just like, I really don't want to do this anymore. Like you have those moments and like meditation's key. Like I take my lunch like 15 minutes and I'll just kind of put my phone down, just sit in my car, put my feet up and just relax and just not think about anything. Just to kind of reset for the afternoon because it's like it's a six hour sprint in the morning, another four hours in the evening. Like you're just going A to B constantly. Like you gotta take a step back and breathe. Like there are ways to do it. I know one of my coworkers just fancied walking around like every 30 minutes just to get like some air and just kind of get away from their desk because it's just how they reset real quick and just get themselves back into like, hey, got to get focused for this next meeting or whatever they're working on. That's such a great mindset to take. And I love that you take that time during your lunch to really focus. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, well, unfortunately, you work in an office, so it's like <laughs> good that you can go to a space. I work from home still, so I'm very, very upset about it because I'm like – I feel weird, like, moving from my desk to the couch and, like, taking that time because it's just, like, 
I'm at home when yeah, I'm yeah, working. Yeah. It's, it's such a weird like combination. So it's it's kind of awkward to do that time because well, I'm like, no, I'll just do it when I'm off. Like, yeah. fine. like I even have a problem taking my lunch sometimes. <laughs> like that's insane. I feel like if I was in an office. I would make sure that I like stop at at my lunchtime yeah. and I have that time set. But it's like because I'm home, I'm like I'm right in my kitchen is like five feet away. I can go make go make a food a sandwich or make whatever I want to make for lunch and then I'll just eat at my desk and work. Yeah. I also do that and I think at least being in the office, it's different. I think this is a good I guess this is a good topic for future. Uh, podcast episode of like the difference of like the separation of work from from being at home I, I think this is something that a lot of people don't realize like working from home everyone thinks it's such a great vibe and we want to do it I'm like you'll realize real quick after like you're working at home you're just like I don't want to work at home because like all I do is disconnect the computer and I just roll into bed right next to it like it's just like there's no separation all you think about is work constantly you don't get that mental separation which isn't really the greatest for your mental health of course but like in everyone's situation it differs that's the big thing i think challenging the stigma of it like meditation is a great way to do it just any way that you can get yourself away from that work versus like break mentality that's like something that meditation can help any just like getting away from your computer i think that's it's itself a big step because <laughs> i think a lot of us just say hey we can just work while doing lunch so i can leave early but i'm like that means i'm just going to keep working i'm just not stopping yeah and i think another topic we can discuss is work-life balance oh, <laughs> that's a uh, and- hot topic right now i think this is a segueing into that type of thing where we're saying we don't take lunch but it's like no we actually need to take lunch because having that balance is also good for your mental health everybody Ooh, it's all tying back together whoop whoop yes this is what we do here we tie topics in (laughs) (laughs) that's how we balance our episodes and this is how we move forward i think we can kind of wrap our chapter on the the three-part series that we just had for you. I know these episodes have been a little harder on discussions and a little more emotional. Emotions can come out of it just because it's a sensitive topic. But more serious too. We've yeah. definitely been more serious in these. We will be a little more lax in the next few episodes just to kind of counterbalance things and get uh, just just loosen up the mood. But like we want to hone in. I think the big, I think the big hitter from these three episodes are just prioritize your mental health prioritize your friends mental health and check in with them and be open like talk about your feelings like we can't if you don't feel like it kind of just write it down then do something that gets it out of your head and on the paper or to a person just so that you can get yourself at least thinking about the things you're feeling like it's okay to be sad you don't always have to be happy we all have those days where you're just like I'm tired. I don't want to respond too much. And I'm just like, I'm going to put my phone down and people are just going to have to deal with it. Like, that's fine. Like, that's okay. But the discussions are important to have because if you don't, there there are a lot of people, I think, in our first episode that pass away and commit suicide because at least not, not being able to open up or just not having those conversations and just kind of bottling it up and not saying anything that, that can really be life threatening. And we don't want you guys to be in that situation. I know 
we talked about it before, but we're always open as resources. If you ever feel that way to talk to us, we're, we respond. We're on our phones, as we said earlier. We uh, <laughs> I have too much. Let me be productive on my phone. Let me reach out to me, so I'm not just sitting here on Instagram or something. Yeah, my phone. My phone's always on vibrate, even at work. So, like, even on phone on a meeting, if I see something that I need to step out for, I think Jenny will too. Like, we'll step out and have that conversation if it needs to be had. I think it's important to us, and we've struggled with it. So, we want to make sure that no one feels alone in whatever they're feeling and situating themselves and currently or past present or what they could be feeling in the future that was yeah. a lot that was a lot. no it was good I feel like that was a good close yeah you know it's been it's been a heavy series and I think it's been necessary um maybe next time we'll jazz it up with some like sound effects so we you know lighten the mood a little bit <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be Halloween time maybe we can get a little spooky like ooh, <laughs> you know yeah um yeah we'll we appreciate you joining us in this series. Um, I think we're wrapping now yep. with Nashville. What did I call it? I don't even remember what we called this. Nashville's place of the week, I think, maybe. Like, I don't even know on top of my head anymore. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Cool. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> it changes every week. I swear it does. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah. Honestly, I feel like we've called it so many things. Who knows at this point? <laughs> <laughs> so the place that I'm going to talk about today is called Liberty Common. Um, I don't know if any of you have heard of that before. It's actually right next to Hampton Social, right across the street from the Ascend Amphitheater, which is basically where a lot of the big music names play. I can literally hear it from my apartment because I'm that close. So free concerts in my apartment are very nice. Anyway, back to the place at hand. Um, Liberty Common, I went there during happy hour with two friends, and I got the Liberty Fried Chicken Sandwich, and let me tell you, this shit was fire. Like, that was so good and so filling. Um, I did not get the bacon on it, because I'm trying to, you know, eat healthy. And bacon, you know... I had it at breakfast, so it's fine. Anyway, <laughs> so I really liked the sandwich. I thought that the smoked aioli that they put on there was really good. I got it with some crispy fries, delicious and nutritious. Let's just go with that. <laughs> and then for the drink, I got a frozen wildflower lemonade cocktail. Okay, let me say that again. A frozen wildflower lemonade cocktail didn't know what it was but it was really good like yeah it was really good a little like now granted it's hard to overpour because alcohol is alcohol but this one was a little bit of an overpour so i have to dock it a little bit so i'm gonna say i give this place maybe like an mm, a I don't know, maybe like an 8.7, 8.7. I'm still waiting on that like super fabulous place where I literally just cannot get enough of it. So I'd say like 8.7-ish. Yeah. Bathrooms were small. It was confusing to like get into the place because it's only like on one side and you also have to like try and walk around. It's been, okay. But anyway, so yeah, I would say 8.7. And I'm pretty sure there was like a drunk girl like, throwing up in the bathroom 
And so then it was like even fewer stalls were the bathroom. All right. Anyway, so yeah, I'm pretty sure she was like a bachelorette or at least one of the bridesmaids. <laughs> Get it together, hon. Come on. So yeah, I would say 8.7, Liberty Common. I definitely recommend going there or the Hampton Social if you come to Nashville. They're right next to each other. So whichever one you pick, if you don't know, one of them is good. <laughs> so yeah, I think that concludes our Nashville place of the week. I guess I will call it. We'll, it'll change next episode, of course. <laughs> we'll change it again yeah. next week. We should just like go back and listen to what we call it, but that's too much effort. So <laughs> it's more fun guessing what the name would be. Yeah, exactly. Well, just as a reminder, as always, Give us a follow on social media at THFMMP on Instagram. We always love the support. Give us a follow on Spotify. Like We keep creating content for you guys, so we always love to hear your feedback on what makes it this podcast good and what we can do to improve it, any topics you want us to talk about, et cetera. So keep an eye out. We'll keep next podcast will be coming out soon. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have a few topics, I think. We'll go back to the way we usually do topics in this this will be our series for this month just because of how important mental health and suicide preventions to us. So this is what this month we'll be wrapping up with. Next month we'll kind of go back into our style of different topics, different questions we'll kind of answer and frame our conversations about. So we look yeah. forward. Oh, Admit you got your questions. Admit <laughs> your questions. We look forward to uh, seeing you guys here, letting you guys hear us in the coming weeks about just different topics that we'll be heading. All right. Well, thank you, loyal subjects, and we will uh, talk soon. Bye.